the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecocks, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN. They're offered 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Draft Day 2.0. Yes, make sure to check out Draft Day 2.0 starting on August 9th at noon Pacific. Ryan, real money Kramer from the Sports Gambling Podcast. We'll be drafting fantasy football for 24 straight hours in a fantasy football marathon. But it's not only a fantasy football marathon, uh, you know, for real money Kramer. We're raising money for Daryl, a loyal listener who was uh, recently injured in a motorcycle accident, and uh, we're hoping to help him out. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day for more details. That's draft day 2.0. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecocks 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) Talking a little Gamecock action. You know I had to bring on the OG. The OG. Okay, give it up for host of the NBA Gambling Podcast and the WNBA Gambling Podcast. And you see him all over the footprint of SGPN. Give it up for my guy. Well, wait, wait, wait. I can think of some. I can ad lib something. The seven five seven, God Himself, uh, uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. My guy Terrell Vermin, how it be? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. We got to work on that ending. I, yes, dude, that sir, was ad libbing it. On? That was me ad libbing yeah, yeah, it right I there. It. I seen it. I seen uh, it. Yeah. I thought I was like shit. Seven five seven. What can I throw in there? I was trying to think of something that would be. That would be Southern Virginia related, besides seven five seven. I, uh, I mean, it's like what you have the 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 Navy. What, I mean, we're we're the coast, like we're on the coast. You know, it's Shark City, North of the Shark <laughs> there City. There you go. So shouts out. See, that's what I was missing. Yeah. That's what I was missing. Shark yeah. City. All right, Shark City. I'm telling you that we're working on the introduction. Forgive me. Forgive me for, uh, I got you, you know, I got you. it's all good. It's uh, all love. I nah, think I'm, I'm excited for the next on? one, but you live in Columbia, South Carolina. Yes, sir. Yes, you sir. reside there. And so if anyone's Gangtop got country, if anyone's got a footprint or an ear to the ground on, uh, on what's happening there with South Carolina, it is Terrell Furman. Uh, so, I mean, 
Last year, Shane Beamer. Let's just hop in. Year one. I was a skeptic. I was a skeptic of the hire. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, most of the time when you see like a special teams coach jump to head coach, I know Dabo Sweeney is an is a rare example. Mm -hmm. It's just you don't really see. You're like, okay, and I get it. He's got it in the blood, right? Shane Beamer, uh, son of Frank Beamer, but. I kind of was a skeptic of the hire. I was like, I don't just don't know that he's been in, but Hey, you know, whatever he did, it was working They had a seven and six season, despite like kind of having a, a, a never ending carousel of, of quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know what, what, what'd you make of year one in the Beamer era? I mean, I, they weren't like, like sexy to watch on TV. That offense wasn't nah, doing anything, but and it was they struggled because they had a rolling carousel at quarterback. They couldn't st- stay healthy. When you think they had uh, what's my boy named Luke Dottie come in, and he was supposed to be the starter. He gets hurt early in camp, and so they bring in Zeb Nolan, who was a grad assistant. Dude, that was Zeb hilarious. Was a grad assistant at the time, and he they he throws the ball in practice a couple times, and they're like, "Holy shit, no, we need you on the team and play quarterback." So Zeb Nolan comes in and plays quarterback being a grad assistant from North Dakota state. And, you know, it's just a rotating door. Dottie comes back. Dottie plays a couple games. They, they trying to figure it out. The, they had a lot of continuity on that team, but it just didn't all come together. And you got to think it was year one. And so in a year one where it all didn't come together, you had a rotating door at quarterback and you still went seven and six with the 14th hardest schedule in the nation and, mean, you, and you beat your on. rivals, North Carolina. But I, I do love that Zeb Nolan story. Let's talk about that for a second, because he was an FCS quarterback that struggled to get on the field in the FCS ranks. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to be a football coach. I'm going to go to South Carolina. I'm going to start yeah. coaching. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey dude, we need you. All right. And all of a sudden you're in an sec games. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, and, that's a dream know, right there. I have a little bit of footprint on the team and, you know, I know a couple guys over there and they said, Hey, Zeb, Zeb came to practice and he was slinging it. Zeb looked really, really good. It was hey. no question that Zeb was going to play quarterback. So it wasn't like a, Oh, we, we hurt. And this was our last option. No, he really went in there and won that job in training camp and was able to go in and play quarterback. So now you bring in Spencer Rattler. This is the big hire. This is you're bringing them in over from Oklahoma. And, you know, yeah, Shane Beamer was a special teams coach, but you got to remember Oklahoma, he was an assistant head coach over there, the tight ends coach. So he was, he was, he had a footprint in that offense over there. He knew how Spencer Rattler worked. It was familiarity. He was one of the people that helped recruit Spencer Rattler. And so now you have Spencer Rattler coming in. And I think that the expectations are a little bit low. They're a little bit low to look at the situation that was last year. Yeah. Last year. Uh, Lincoln Riley was foot foot indoor, foot outdoor the whole season. I don't care what nobody says. The whole season, you can look at that offense. He was a foot indoor, foot outdoor. He was like, all right, I'm playing like, all right, you know. And uh, if you ask people, they were like, he asked coaches for more of their input in things than years than he would. Like normal years, he wouldn't ask for that much input. This year, he was that last year, he was like, hey, what do you think about this? He was a foot in, foot out. I, I'm a big fan of Caleb Williams, but I think you can make the argument that Spencer Rattler should have never been benched from a statistical standpoint. And I know like, and that's, that's one thing that I think we should key on because I mean, I think Spencer Rattler is unbelievably talented. You'd be a fool to to think otherwise when you watch some of those highlights, you're like, Whoa. Um, But I, I, he did get chippy with Oklahoma fans. He was tweeting at them. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was getting yeah. a little ugly. I, I will question like I like my thing, I've had buddies that do this, you know, in in the stand-up world that start that start tweeting back at the fans that don't like them. And in my opinion, you've already like you've already lost if you're doing that. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just ride the high road, let the hate come in and just say, you know what? I'm I'm good. I'm doing my thing. But He's learning. He's a kid. You know what I mean? Now he goes over to mm-hmm. South Carolina because I'm telling you, SEC fan bases even more so are going to give him a hard time. So a little bit of adversity. Just don't tweet out, Spencer. Give, DM me. I'll talk to you. All right. I'll talk to you. Just don't come at them. But I, I, I do think that I, I, I said this when it happened that do you really need to bench him? Because I don't think he was playing that bad. So I don't. I think that I think this was a part. So I don't put anything that happened to Oklahoma on Oklahoma Spencer rather or nobody. I really think Lincoln Riley was like, all right, I'm gone. Like he knew he was gone. He knew he was taking Caleb Williams with them. And so what are you going to do with your quarterback when you know you're taking him to another team? Do you want him to just have a full red shirt first year? No, you want him to get some experience. And so when the opportunity presented itself, he knew that okay, there may be an opportunity where I can slide Caleb in there, and I'm going to do that because he's my quarterback of the future. No matter where I'm at, he's my quarterback of the future. And so, of course, I think that this was the opportunity that Lincoln Rally. I don't put it on Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma as a football team would be better. I think Spencer Rattler in terms of South Carolina will look good because we got to remember, he was the favorite to win the Heisman last year. Oh, That's he what I'm saying. Him. Like, it, I was shocked that, by the way, that's what I mean. Like, Shane Beamer you know, create as many full house fucking videos as you want. All right. Because, <laughs> because I mean, something's working in the portal. Cause you got Spencer Rattler there. I was shocked. I thought Rattler was, I thought maybe like I, at the time, I don't think we knew Quinn Ewers was going back to Texas. So I was like, maybe he goes to Texas. Maybe he goes some mm-hmm. of these other schools, maybe UCLA. I know was one of them, but they land Rattler, uh, their running back situation. They have Marshawn Lloyd, who's a former uh, top 50 recruit. Yep. And they got, they went out and got Christian Beal Smith, who I, I'm a big fan of Christian Beal Smith. Wake Forest, uh, yeah, yeah. He's really good. Wake Forest running backs are good, man. Thank the, Kenneth Walker. He was at Wake yeah, Forest and he yeah. went to Michigan state top uh, third round pick in the NFL draft. Those Wake Forest running backs are good. There was one in the USFL this year who played for the Philadelphia stars. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but he was really good as well. Uh, they're doing something over there, but they need these guys because look last year, Marcus Satterfield, the offensive coordinator, they were 104th in scoring offense, 93rd in rush offense, 95th in pass offense, 111th in total offense. I mean, to me, you already land Rattler and Beal Smith. You got to be above that. I think I yeah. think you're going to be a much better offense. They get Josh Van back at wideout. They got Jaheim Bell at tight end, and I, I it's it's funny. Uh, I've read a couple of different things. You know, getting they might go with a little two tight end set. Austin Stogner came over with, yep. uh, with St- Spencer Rattler. This guy was a, a, one of the best tight ends in America. I feel like over the past couple seasons comes in with, from Oklahoma, making the trip. Beamer knew him from Oklahoma. Uh, so those two tight he was ends, coach. remember he was yeah. his coach at Oklahoma. That's right. He, he's going right. to coach him up. He's going to coach him up. That's right. So four or five back on the <laughs> offensive line led by center, Eric Douglas, the offense. I mean, this is a perfect, this is going to be one of those ones where I think we see, cause you know, certain coaches like uh, you don't have to, you don't have to travel that far. You go to Clemson, South Carolina, Dabo Sweeney doesn't really believe in the portal. Well, South Carolina is mm-hmm. the opposite. You're, you're going to see this team. That's really I, I kind of portal filled. We're going to see how fast will it be? The, uh, the team that's, that's, you know, Hey, we're going to be 
bringing these players up like Dabo Sweeney, are you going to see what Shane Beamer says? Hey, I can go out there and get these pieces and mix them around. And, and all of a sudden I can have this team. We're going to see how that works out. But uh, defensive coordinator Clayton white is back. He did a pretty solid job last year. And, and there are some questions because just one of four is back on the defensive line. And that's Zach Pickens. They have uh, ju- they're returning just one linebacker and uh, one starting linebacker from a season ago and Brad Johnson, but they do have three of five back in the secondary led by safety, RJ Roderick. Uh, breaking in a new kicker, close games might be a little interesting, but uh, returning the punter. All in all, if they can get the defensive line, now. what's that? Don't forget that defensive line. Jordan Strachan is coming in from NC State. That's and right. He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys who led the FBS in sacks in, in 2020. So don't forget, Strachan comes in there. That's a it's addition by subtraction. So yeah, you're losing people, but you bringing in somebody that led the FBS in sacks at one point. You know, yeah. This, just like you were, you were about to say, this defense, if they can get this defensive line set and good, I mean, a year ago, they were right outside of top 40, 41 in defense and across the nation. If you stay anywhere in that area or make any improvement from that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm tipping my hand a little bit, but I'm high on the South Carolina team. I think that Spencer Rattler is in a better situation. He's with somebody that actually wants him around. If we look at what Spencer Rattler did in 2020 when Shane Beamer was still at uh, Oklahoma, 3,000 yards of offense, 65.5% completion percentage, 28 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I mean, I I think that when you commit all the way to Spencer Rattler, he's going to be really, really good. He's going he's gonna to have the opportunity, and they have some good weapons on the outside and if they can run the ball, you don't have to put that much pressure on them. This offense is going to continue to move the ball and they'll put points on the board rather than having those empty possessions that you saw a lot of the time last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I got to get to, I want to talk more about the transfer portal. Cause I really think they brought in some other guys that I didn't allude to uh, enough. I'm going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk uh, what Las Vegas expects from the Gamecocks and what we expect. We're going to go game by game on the schedule, but first I got to get us paid. I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecock preview for 2022 is brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. IP vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off. If you go to IP vanish.com slash SGP, that's IP vanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. It's pretty cool. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to get the best deal available. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day, weather from betters to make the most informed bets possible. And it also has a bet tracker, which is something I love. Sometimes there's so much action going on on a day where you have like multiple sports, especially when you get in the fall and you got like 10 different sports going, uh, you know, this will keep track of all your, your bets and your records, uh, you know, as you're going week by week. So check it out, go to oddstradercom slash blue wire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. We are back talking Gamecock football and man, this transfer portal, I got to get to it, man. I, cause it is, uh, it's pretty it's exciting. Rich. It's pretty exciting what they got. Uh, they brought in. See, the, I didn't talk about the wide receiver position too much right there. Because look, okay, yeah, they got they got Josh Van coming back, but I'm excited. I watched JMU football and Antoine Wells. 
mm-hmm. was a guy that kind of jumped off screen. Now, sure, that's at, the last year was FCS, Jamie <laughs> jumping to the FBS, but that guy jumped off screen to me when I when I watched. I was like, whoa, who's this big wideout that is just kind of dominating the FCS? Now, obviously, jumping from the FCS to the SEC is is a big jump, but I like that. And then they went out and got Corey Rucker from Arkansas State in the Sun Belt, and he was an All Sun Belt wide receiver. I kind of like those pieces. It's going to be interesting to watch how they do against these SEC defensive backs. But I I really like what they what they got receiver wise in the portal. They also got uh, tight end Nate Adkins coming in from East Tennessee State. The Buccaneers they were an FCS playoff team a season ago. Uh, uh, Terrell Dawkins, a defensive lineman from NC State. Austin Stogner, Spencer Rattler, who I alluded to. Uh, Devonnie Reed, a safety from Central Michigan that started with the Chippewas up there. Fire up chips. Uh, mm-hmm. And Lavasier Carroll, a running back out of Georgia. Now I I don't know that he'll get burned right away because this this running back room is I think pretty uh, deep, pretty deep. It's deep. <laughs> but I think in the long term it could be a nice get. Uh, they definitely won the. Po- I mean, look, I guess I guess I got to touch base on a little bit of what they lost before we grade this thing. Um, offensive tackle uh, Justin Turntine went to uh, Florida State. They lost wide receiver Trey Adkins to, I believe, Mercer. Uh, they lost Rico Powers, a four star, to, to Deion Sanders in Jackson State. Continue, uh-huh. Deion, continuing to do it. Um, they He's lost taken all- from South Carolina, too. I mean, yeah. They took his son some- from South Carolina and got him over there at Jackson State. So, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. Watch out. I mean, they are must watch TV this year. All right. Uh, defensive lineman William Rogers coming into McNe or went to McNeese State. Uh, linebacker Jakeem Green went to Florida Atlantic. Tight end EJ Jenkins went to Georgia Tech. Uh, they did lose this one. This one hurt. Linebacker Colby Fields went to LSU. That that's a, that's a blow. Yeah, some of the other ones going to smaller schools a lot of times because they're not getting burned in the in the uh-huh. SEC. Uh, but yes, Deion Sanders also got tight end at Kavion Mullins from from South Carolina. They also lost quarterback Jason Brown to Virginia Tech. Uh, kind of expected once they landed Rattler. Uh, they also lost offensive lineman Vincent Murphy to the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, cornerback Dominic Hill to the Temple Owls, and linebacker Jamar Brown to the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. And I believe that uh, they lost a couple other small, like uh, or Trey Smith went to uh, an FCS school, I believe. What was that? I think Southern or no North Carolina Central, and cornerback uh, Karen Prunty went to North Carolina A and T. Hey, sh- there you go. Shout out to Terrell. He's yeah. an A and graduate. Um, overall, though, I mean, look, I get it. They lost like a linebacker to LSU, and, and they lost a decent amount of guys. But let's be honest, a lot of these guys were struggling for playing time. They're looking for better opportunity. They They're going in, elsewhere. They brought in a lot of opportunity. In Dude, bringing in Stogner and, and Rattler right away because I feel like that happened with like the same week. I instantly was like, whoa! I was like, okay, Frank, uh, not Frank Beamer. Shane Beamer's not messing around. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk schedule though, because look, if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, subscribe to the College Football Experience and the College Basketball Experience. South Carolina just flipped the number one recruit in the nation. Subscribe. G-G. Yes, hey, Columbia's own. He's coming home. Oh man, we just dropped an episode. Uh, Lamont Paris, brand new head coach, definitely making some waves with the flipping him from North Carolina, the Tar Heels. Yep. How do you yep. feel? Because you're conflicted reclass. there, right? He's gonna. Yeah, yeah, but no. I mean, it was tough. It was tough, but I, 
I know why. I mean, I'm not going to sit out here and say it, put everything on the business, but I know why he went to South Carolina. And because I know why he went to South Carolina, I'm like, all right, I don't blame you. Like, I don't blame you. So, I mean, I ain't really mad at it, but it's going to be fun. He shouldn't reclass and be playing in the fall. So we'll see what Lamont Paris, he got a potential lottery pick in the starting lineup this year. If, if Gigi can get anywhere close to a double-double, he's absolutely in the lottery. There we go. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. We will have you covered over there and uh, we're on YouTube. So as, as the college experience, so check us out. Uh, the, if you're not watching this, so you don't see the graphics. Six wins is what Las Vegas is projecting from the Gamecocks. And it's interesting. If you go to pull out the odds here uh, for the juice on this, it is minus one fifty on the over plus one thirty mm. on the under currently. So Vegas basically leaning towards Hey, we think this could be a seven and five team, but we're seeing, we're thinking six and six, but maybe seven and five. So they definitely aren't seeing it as a five and seven. More likely that they're yeah. seven and five than a five and seven. I got to be honest, on first thought, I go, I'm going to smash the over. But I look at the schedule. The schedule, we're going to go game by game. I do think yeah, it's harder we, than we I thought. We talk yeah. about it. Uh, week one, Saturday, September 3rd, they host the Georgia State Panthers, Williams Bryce yes, Stadium. Sir. This is a sneaky game. Don't sleep on Georgia State because Georgia no. State, what two years ago they went into Tennessee opening day uh, on in 2019 and beat them in Knoxville, and they almost they should have beat Auburn in Auburn last year. Auburn converted mm-hmm. a fourth in like 15. TJ Finley did, and if you look at that score, you say, "Oh, Auburn won by 10." It was they Georgia State threw a pick six late, so it was like that was Georgia State yeah. was winning with no, like yeah, four minutes was- left. Yeah, it was Georgia State, and they probably they they probably should have won that game. But you know, we talk about the turnover going on at at Georgia State right now, and South Carolina sixteen and two all time versus the Sun Belt. They lost the last time they played the Sun Belt team. App State came into Columbia and beat them in 2019, 20 to fifteen. I'm still I, I'm high on this team, and. I think that it's just a little bit. It's the defense, really, for me. I think that that defense is going to be way more physical than what Auburn was last year, and anything that Georgia State is going to see on the duration, for the majority part, of the duration of their schedule. So yeah, I'm still on South Carolina in this first one. But if that spread is too high, I haven't seen. You seen the spread for this one? What spread? I have not one? yet. I have not. It uh, should be up. Uh, I'll double up. check on that right now, but. That's it's just it's because they have Arkansas on deck. So I think you can just build a case of like. I mean, I'm going to take South Carolina to win that game, but I could see a situation where you're kind of just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, let's take this lightly because we got Arkansas on deck. And I'm just saying, you got to pack your punch like that. I do like that program. Georgia State's programs kind of uh, the way they play f- football. Uh-huh. The, the Sun Belt in general, I feel like it's a physical brand of 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 Group of Five football. There, um, I I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm st- thirteen trying. and a half. By the way, I, Thir- I thirteen know, I and a half. Maybe maybe a cover for Georgia State, but I think South Carolina still gets this win. First home game, first home game of the season. Brand new quarterback. I think it's gonna be electric. I think fans are gonna show up because Spencer Rattler is in the building. There's a. It just seems like there's more optimism in Columbia about the team this year than in years past. I think they show up, show out. Give me South Carolina. I agree. I'm gonna go South Carolina. Uh, then comes the game that I was alluding to. Uh, this is in Fayetteville. Uh, it's just a great game for week two. Yeah. Uh, oh my so gosh, this is a good game. KJ Jefferson against Spencer Rattler. Sam pulled pork Pittman against uh, 
fam, uh, not family ties. Uh, what's, what's the show? <laughs> family again? matters. Yeah. Whatever, whatever they were mimicking on full house, full house. It was full, full house. house. Full house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so South Carolina at Arkansas, man, I got to go Arkansas. Cause that's, it's at Arkansas, yeah, but not. I think I, I, I wouldn't shock me if South Carolina got this. I, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm higher on South Carolina and I'd be shocked. They get, it. I just think Arkansas is a tough place to play. I think that this Arkansas team, especially week one playing Cincy, they're going to, it's a pretty good, that's a pretty good first game, you know, regardless. And now they're getting South Carolina still at home. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Arkansas here. I think Arkansas gets this one. I got them more than one. Arkansas. I think if the, I can recall the stat correctly, it, I think it's one of eight schools in the nation that return their head coach, their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator, and their starting quarterback. So uh, something to monitor their continuity is happening in Fayetteville. I, I went Arkansas, but I do expect like this to be a close game. So it wouldn't shock yeah. me if, if Spencer Rattler makes a crazy play, you know, and they, they end up stealing the game if, or something. If Georgia state covers that first game, I think South Carolina covers here against Arkansas. I like it. I like it. He's already, he's already, we, hey, I don't look, even think I'm, we have I'm a line on that in. one yet. I'm locked yeah. in. <laughs> Uh, week three, the Georgia Bulldogs come to town and look, it wasn't that long ago. It was not that long ago in Columbia or no, it was in Athens. It was in, it was in Athens. Yeah. It was between it was the hedges. The Joyner who is playing wide receiver right now came in at quarterback and won that fucking game. Dude, that game was look, ridiculous. I, I was, not. I was rooting for South Carolina, but man, they were on the third or fourth string quarterback and I still couldn't, can't believe they pulled that off. Uh, this is sneaky. He was man. a freshman. He was a freshman during that game. Yeah, the, and George, George, man, but Georgia has Samford, not Stanford. Samford the week before. <sighs> oh, but look, but look, but look. I'm, I'm tell you right now. I wholeheartedly believe that South Carolina is going. This is going to be Georgia's only loss of the season of the regular season. I think that this is. This is the you're on the road at South Carolina. You beaten South Carolina the past couple times. Yes, they got you that time, but it's Stetson Bennett. It I is know. Stetson Bennett against what we project to be a really good defense. <laughs> we think that this is going to be a really good. I defense. agree. Are you telling me that offensive wise, Shane Beamer isn't going to dial up everything in the playbook for this game? This is their Super Bowl. I this like means it. more than any other game on I. Ooh. I'll say this. I'll say this then. Look, Stetson Bennett made me look like an idiot last year. All right. I I yes, he I, did. He I too. faded he him and 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 I gotta give it to him because as much as he looked bad in a lot of regular season games in the playoffs, the guy played fucking really good. Yes. Like for, uh, way better than I would have ever imagined. So he definitely made me look like an idiot. I, I see what you're saying though. Being on the road, and I think one of the most important things. And Alabama did it to Georgia in the SEC championship game. Is if you get an early lead, Stetson Bennett can't play from behind, or we haven't seen it yet. No, I uh, mean, I just I, I'm with you because this. this is the ultimate letdown spot for Stetson Bennett because you won the Natty as a walk on. You were you were a walk on at one point. And you won the yeah, Natty, yeah. And so what? It's a great story, yeah. You can ride off the sunset. Yeah. You can yeah. end your career and you still have a natty. <laughs> There's nothing else. You have nothing else to play for because you're not winning a Heisman. Uh, and you're probably not going to be a high NFL draft pick. So yeah. what else is there to play for? He's never going to have to buy a drink or pay for a meal in, in Athens, Georgia ever again. Ever but, again. Uh, but I'll say this. They have Texas A&M coming to Columbia later on the schedule. I mm-hmm. do see this team. I think they're too talented. They're going to upset one of the two. So yeah, I agree. 
hear me on that. I mean, I, I I'll be honest. I do have a Georgia ticket uh, for, for over 10 and a half wins, but I, once again, the juice was pretty terrible. So I had to throw it out a little bit, but uh, so I can't afford, I can, I can still hit with one loss. Yeah. Um, I think this is it. I really think this is the one loss when we talk about, and I expect to carry on Joyner to have an impact in this game, just like he had in that impact in that game. What was that like three years ago now? Yeah. I, I expect, because if you look at it from the Duke Mayo bowl, they know how to use them. Shane Beamer's not afraid to use them. And the fact that he started him in that Duke Mayo bowl game is telling me that like, Hey, he's got some plans for him. Now, I'm not just saying this because I know him and, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm rooting for him, but I really do think there's plans for this game. And honestly, Arkansas might be a bloodbath if they're looking ahead to Georgia the next week. Like, hey, we got to be ready because we're planning on upsetting Georgia in Columbia. This that's is gonna true. Be a great game. We didn't think about that, but that's my problem though with this is Georgia's, Georgia has Sam for the week before. They can just like walk into this where South Carolina's got a t- like Georgia State and Arkansas. Those are bowl yeah, teams no, from a tough. year ago. You know what I mean? Like th- th- those are winning cultures there. Um, but if that if that offense puts it together in those first two games, and now they're looking midseason form by week three, it yeah, could be. I'm um, I'm I'm with you. Let's go ahead, pencil. And I guess we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but I say between Georgia and Texas A and M, they go one and one in that. I game agree. Game. I agree. Okay, so so look, we could just say right now two and one. We get the upset Georgia. It's the story of the week. Uh, then the Charlotte 49ers come in. If they did upset Georgia, and look, and Charlotte's not that good, but I do like their quarterback, Chris Reynolds. They there is a letdown spot that, that could happen if they've been partying all week. However, yeah, I don't think absolutely. Charlotte's there yet. I think Charlotte's all right. I think Will Healy's improved that a, a little bit, but uh so I would have them then three and one through September. How about yourself? Yeah, three and one. Three and one through September. Then they take on South Carolina State, the Bulldogs, and the FCS. Uh, they they were pretty solid last year. They they won the uh, Celebration Bowl against the Deion Sanders and Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't played since two thousand nine. They haven't played South Carolina State since two thousand. Wow, man, come on, that should happen more often. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm going to take I'm going to take South Carolina yeah, here. I'm but, South Carolina. And then there, there's a huge one going on. Shop to your drop customers at Kroger Field. Uh. At, Kentucky. This is when they come back down to earth. I do. I, yeah, I think I'm going to take Kentucky here. If it was in, if it was in Columbia, I would feel a lot better. At so, Kentucky, you're four and one at this point. Potentially, worst case scenario, three and two. I think worst case scenario, they're three and two at this point. But yeah, you they're prop if they're four and one, they're favored at Kentucky, and they're probably favored by more than what it should be. Like. Probably should be Kentucky a favorite at this point, but well, they're probably favored if they're four and one. But it kind of depends on what Kentucky does. Like they got to play in the swamp week two. There's a lot of intangibles there, but yeah, I'm going to take Kentucky though. Yeah, I'm with Kentucky. So four then and four and two, and they have a bye week. And we just alluded to this. If we gave Georgia the win, they're hosting a And M. That means we're taking a And M then. And a And M was coming off a bye as well. So four and three, and then they get the Missouri Tigers. I am not very bullish on the Missouri Tigers this year. I, I kind of think Drinkowitz. I mean, he's recruiting all right, but I, I just, I need to see more of him as a head coach. And I thought the one year at app, he kind of rode the coattails of Satterfield. I, I'm going to take South Carolina to beat Missouri in yep. Williams Bryce. So that would then put us at what uh, after so six and two. So you're heading into November or five is that five and two. No, that's five. And no, two. no, three, three, because a and M Kentucky and Arkansas. 
So we would have oh, yeah, that, yeah, three, yeah. five and three, okay. five and three heading into, in, into November. Then they're at Vanderbilt stadium. Is there any way? No, they, they're going to wax Vanderbilt, right? Vanderbilt. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, Vanderbilt's coming off a of bye, but they're just not good. They're just not good. Yeah. Six and three. And then, uh, all right. So we're at a push. And here's the hardest part, man. They go to the, this swamp. is the toughest part of the schedule. I this know is this is brutal. Schedule. The swamp. I'm sorry. I got to take Florida. That's too much of a, that's the, they waxed Florida last year. I'm sure that's bulletin board material for Billy Napier in year one in the swamp. Yeah. So yeah, no, I can't. I, no. Yeah. In the swamp. I'm, I can't, I can't take them in the swamp. I think that it's going to be a different atmosphere. I think Billy Napier's at this point, Billy Napier should have that same rolling. Anthony Richardson could be in Heisman ca- uh, category this year. They got to get this one. So that puts them at what? Six and uh, six and four and two games remaining. Now this is the game. And this is what I mean by the number. When I went through, when I, when I first saw six, I said, Oh, I'm going to smash the over. This is going to be a, a tough win to get. And I think they're capable of it, but it is a true 50, 50 game to me because Hendon hooker and the Tennessee Vols come into town. Tennessee got them last year. They didn't have Spencer yeah. Rattler last year. This is uh two really good quarterbacks going at it, man. I don't know why. Like I I'm going to be at this game. I, I think I'm going to be at this game. This it is a great game. No, it's a November great game. is cold. November is cold. I don't know if I'm there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. November is actually kind of. I cold. love I Terrell Furman because I have this uh, no dome approach, and and I feel like yeah, every, every, once a month I get like a tweet when I'm uh, when I'm I'm shitting on someone's dome uh, from Terrell saying, "Dude, what are you talking about? We 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 I don't want to stand outside and watch In football. The, why do I want to freeze? <laughs> like, why would I freeze to watch the game? Man, they like, got okay, hot chocolate. So I understand. Okay, cool. I understand." <laughs> what we talk about injuries in the dome and we talk about college football, but I understand that, but can we just take the stadium as is? And can we just put like a cover on top? We don't have to change the grass. <laughs> just put a cover on top. No and way. Then dude. Pump some heat through there. No and then way. Just pump some heat through there. Come no on, way. Like, dude. Can we, that's no a, way, mean, dude. What, you're not even going to notice. You're not the even origin the of football, man. This thing started in, this thing started in New Jersey. We can Look. keep the same. We will not change Williams Bryce. We will not change Williams Bryce. We'll keep it the exact same. We're just going to put a roof on top and then pump some heat through there. I, mean, I like some weather. I like some wind. You know, I like the elements coming into it. You know what I mean? Like we can get like an industrial fan and blow that <laughs> across the field or something like, come on. <laughs> I just don't want to yeah. freeze. Kobe. We, we can get, we can get, we can set up some Hollywood, uh, some, get some Hollywood. Hollywood uh, special effects I'm people. Be in they can... I'll be in a press box. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else will be outside. I'll be in a press box. All I'm saying is this, man. I've been to games at domes, right? I've been to NFL games at domes. I've been to college games at domes. It makes me want to fall asleep. I feel like I'm at a shopping mall. It doesn't feel like I'm at a football <laughs> game. It doesn't feel like I'm at, at a football game. Bowl. I was at the celebration bowl for all but well, one of our championships. And it was amazing. Well, I'm it sure like the celebration bowl has its own tradition. So I, like you can take a certain dome game you know, and I'm sure mm-hmm. if Southern Grambling or, or you know, you some some fantastic rivalry games, uh, you can put them in a dome, and I'm sure they're going to be lit. But I'm saying your average game, no, I went okay. to, and I just it makes me want to. I've done NFL too. I've done it with both, and I'm just like even baseball. I'll, I'll say the same with baseball. I've been to baseball games in a dome, and I go, this is boring. I, I don't play feel like in a dome. In uh, in uh, Arizona, well, they ha- they kind of have to actually in Arizona because it's oh, just hot, hot as hell. Yeah, yeah. It's too hot as hell. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. South Carolina fans are like, well, what about the rest of the season? Tennessee 
in Columbia, South Carolina. Call me crazy. I'm taking the balls. I'm taking the balls. I can't, I can't go against my guy Hayden Hooker. I mean, I know his dad, Alan Hooker. That's my mentor. I can't go against my guy Hendon Hooker in this game. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a really, really oh, good game. Man. But I think I think Tennessee gets gets the W there. That's just such a tough stretch, too. You go to the swamp, home to Tennessee, and then at Clemson. And then even just but think about that. The swamp is a back-to-back road game. That is the terrible that is a terrible spot. Yeah. That is a terrible spot for a back-to-back road game. Uh, dude, I got him going six and six, man. Uh, that that's what I mean is like, and I know we can't do that because well, this is the sports gambling podcast network. This is the college football we, we experience. Gotta pick one. Yeah. We got to pick one. So I, mean, I hey, will we got, it's one more game though. It's one yeah. more game. You, you tell me you got them winning. Tell me you got them winning in Clemson, South Carolina Memorial stadium. I'm going to say it cause I'm on the over and I'm not afraid to say it. South Carolina is going to be Georgia and Clemson in the same season. Oh man. And dude. still be seven and six. <laughs> He's coming in. He's coming hey. in. Shots are being fired right there. That I is bold talk. We, I can't wait till the end of the season and it actually happens and we can come back and clip that. And I'm mm. like, Oh yeah. Mm. I told you that South Carolina was going to beat Georgia and Clemson in the same season, but no, we seriously, I know that we think that this is going to be a better year for Clemson, but is there, is there really too, too much that's backing that up? Like, I think we're just kind of leaning on the name Clemson Dabo Sweeney and just saying that, Hey, last year was an anomaly and they're going to, they're going to be better, but it's not guaranteed that they're a lot better. And at the end of the season, you know, this stretch that they had, this is going to be a time where they're going to be like, Hey, let's get up for this last game of the season. It's Clemson. And this is a rivalry game and anything can happen. And so if anything can happen, I'll take my chances with a South Carolina team that's been a lot better than years past. I see. I would have loved this if it was just in Columbia, South Carolina, because at Clemson. Now I agree. I am a skeptic. I watched that spring game, and I know I've been arguing with NC Nick and Patty C. And I still, if you listen to our ACC preview, we just dropped. I still went with Clemson to win the Atlantic, but Ungalea or whatever. How do I, pronounce, I, I struggle to pronounce that guy's you name? Ungalea. Yeah, and and he. Did not look good to me in the spring game. And I'm sitting there like this offense, you know, for so many years, whether it was Trevor Lawrence Desha- or uh, Kelly Bryant or uh, Deshaun Watson or their other skill positions, mm-hmm. I don't know that I see. I'm sure they have a new crop of players coming in this year that, that will be like, hey, okay. But last year, I struggled to see the difference makers that they traditionally have. Obviously, a year older. Who knows? But I see your point. I want to pick it, but I just feel like at Clemson is very hard to win. So I'm going to take Clemson still. It's six and six is what I have. If I had to lean over, I'll go over because I do believe bringing in that much talent, like they would, maybe they get Georgia and AM. I think that's probably more likely than them getting Georgia and winning at at Clemson. Cause I think at Clemson is, I just feel like hitting the road in college football is really tough, but that would be great for the rivalry. Cause it's been a minute. They need a, they need a marquee home. They, they're going to get one solid road win. They're not going to go out here and, you know, just beat Vanderbilt on a road. So between Kentucky, Arkansas, or Clemson, yeah. I don't think Florida could be Arkansas. Uh, really could be think, the Arkansas game. I, it could, it could be Arkansas. I don't think it's Arkansas, but it could be Arkansas, but between, between those they're going to get one of those road wins. They're not going to go over. And that's enough for me to sit here and say, Hey, play that over on South Carolina. At the very least we push, 
But I think they get one of those road wins between Clemson, between Kentucky, between Arkansas. One of those road wins come through, and it's enough to them, propel them for an over. They could get Kentucky. I actually, I actually like Arkansas more than Kentucky, so I think it could be Kentucky. Yeah. Um, they got to watch out though, because they got to make sure Georgia State doesn't get them, and they got to make sure. Uh, I would say Georgia State's the big one to me. Like, don't over, don't don't fall, don't be asleep at the wheel, because I know you got Arkansas and Georgia on deck. Georgia- I don't know where the money is coming in. But I think everybody's betting under, and it's juice. The juice is telling me that it's gonna go over. But I, why would people not be betting under when you look at this schedule and you're like, "Dang, you got to play Georgia and Texas A&M, Florida, Arkansas, who was really good this year, and Clemson." Still, I mean, I'm pretty sure people are betting the under here. The money's got to be coming in on the under, but there's it, still juice to the over. That's telling me that some way, somehow, South Carolina's gonna get over this six. Yeah, I, honestly, like gun to my head, I think it's a six and six team, but I think it's more likely they're seven and five than five and seven, if that makes sense. So yeah, uh, I agree. All right, well, looks, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience, and also remember to give Terrell Furman a follow on Twitter at reallyrel underscore underscore. He is the host of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to that. Uh, he is also the host of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to that. You can hear him on. He was on the the SGP show often. He's on. He, he, I, we broke him in here. All right, we broke him yeah. in here. But uh, hey, the, hey, and I'm still, I'm still home. I'm gonna be here all season. There whenever, we go. Whatever, Kobe, <laughs> call me up for them week previews or whatever. I'm here. I, I, I just gotta nail the introduction. All right, I gotta figure that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go home. My wife's gonna be sitting there. I was like, she's gonna be like, what are you doing? I was like, don't worry. I'm just working on this introduction. Working yeah. on this introduction, but uh, folks, give them a follow. Check out those other podcasts, please. I'm telling you, they're fantastic. Uh, and folks, if you give us a five star review on iTunes for the College Football Experience, uh, make sure you take a screenshot of that and show me that. Uh, well, first off, five star review, and you got to leave some comments. You can't do it lazy. All right, just go there. It takes one minute out of your day. Leave some comments. If you take a screenshot of that, find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show us that screenshot and. Uh, we're going to enter you in a raffle. SGPN's got a brand new merch store people. So, we're going to it's going to be a short raffle. You probably will have a decent shot at winning. Um just like you will if you listen to me and Terrell Furman. So, uh check out that and, and do that if you can and also remember subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We have more of that Lamont Paris and South Carolina Gamecock talk coming. Uh we talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round here and check out all the other feeds. If you if you hop into the Discord channel which Terrell was way ahead of the curve. Me, I was late technology, me and technology. I still watch my movies on, on laser disc. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I got vinyl going all through my house, man. Uh, oh, man. so they were making fun of me, I, but the discord channel, I finally got in there. It's a lot of fun. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. You get in there, you can talk all different types of sports. I mean, honestly, it's a lot of like, even if you're not, if you don't have money on the game, maybe you're just I don't know. Maybe you're at your, your, your grandma's house and she, she's asleep and you got the game on him. You're wondering, I mean, is anyone else watching this? Is anyone else watching this? Hop in there. We're all there. It's a lot of fun. And we give you nice tips on what, what we like, what games we like. I can't recommend it enough. Get the SGPN app. Uh, and yeah, folks, once again, thank you for trail firm and hopping on the show and let's get the season going here. This is the college football experience. South Carolina Gamecock style. I'm on the over. He's on the over. Let's go, Gamecocks. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs>